bacon, no bacon, no bacon, no bacon, bacon no, no bacon. Podcast. Wow. Lavoie. So everybody knows we've just spent 25 minutes dealing with technical difficulties as in more. true bacon, no bacon, fucking. Dude, it's hard. Bacon, the. Uh, there's a lot of bacon, things. No You're setting tradition. up all the way over there. You're on the West Coast. I'm all the way in Montreal. You know, we got a... Am yeah, I recording man. there? Yes, I am. Just got to make sure. See, I'm not like looking at this. This is recording. That's recording. I got to set up the camera. Got to get the Skype. Derek's in a park. There's children yelling. <laughs> I can only see the part of your cheek. Can you? Yeah. Where's my... Thi- oh, you, oh, right, because I got, got the pa- microphone in front of it. Yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah. And you got to pan it up a sucks. little bit, too. Yeah, but it's because it's on my laptop. And if I do that there... Uh, I'm on your laptop camera? Then this. Yeah, you're on my laptop camera. And then if I look there, I'm looking at the camera for the people at home. They might not see. <laughs> They're not going to... Right, right, you know? I get you. You kind of have to pretend... I am looking at you, though. I know it sucks because you, I'm when looking, you're looking right there, at you because I have at me? you on my okay. external monitor. So I've got you oh, there. Look at you, fancy setup. I've Where got. Am I, there? Yeah. You should, I wish I could show everybody. You're set up on a candle holder, uh, on a shitty little tripod on my Zoom box. <laughs> well, you got no choice. That's <laughs> how you got to do it, man. We're remotely yeah. recording everything all the time. And I have to handhold the mic this time because I couldn't. The fucking mic stand that I have is so heavy. I'm not gonna have to carry that right. across. It looks the like you're in some sort fucking... of an Alberta terrorist video. Do they have you hostage there? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a guest. I'm, I'm a guest at my friend Trina and Shane house. Oh, cool. It's, uh, Angela's best friend. It's the you know when I talk about setting uh, the pool on fire. Have you ever heard that? Tell story? Mark Jelena. I thought he was her best friend. Uh, he's pretty. He's up there too. You know, girls, man. They, they throw of, around they best friends. Best friends. They, they throw around the, the best friend <laughs> title to fuck. Pretty loosey goosey. <laughs> You're my best friend. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, how was that, man? How was va- uh, Van? First of all, BC. How were the rest of the shows? We talked about it last episode. How were the rest of them? Uh, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, we we didn't sell out any shows. Sell out there is 110, I think. Okay. Uh, so they can put in 110 people and still remain socially distanced. Yeah. The place is gorgeous. I hadn't been there in like 12 years. It was it used to be the, the Laugh Lines okay. in the New Westminster. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, the room is just beautiful. It's not even, it doesn't even look like a comedy club. It looks like a proper theater. Yeah. Just with cab- cabaret setting, like kind of like... Um, yeah, yeah, we talked about it. You told us Club about Soda, like Club Soda. Yeah, club Soda. It's a very beautiful looking place. Yeah. There's a piano on the stage and everything. It's Ooh, fucking it's like the improv. Yeah, fancy. Okay, Why is somebody so, calling me <laughs> from Sudbury. What's that? Somebody's calling from Sudbury. Oh, and great. I can't. Here we go. We've already hit the first stump. There you go. You're there. Yeah. Um, oh, I know what it is. It's that show that we remember we went to do that show in that bar. Yeah. Maurice was there, our host. He gave us chicken wings. And yeah, that. yeah. They're asking us to go do another show. For less money, for less people. In Sudbury. In Sudbury, yeah. It's going to be a rough ride. Yeah. I know. It's like, yeah, it's it, hard, man. It's COVID. It's COVID. It's hard to say no to anything Dude, at this I know. point. It's, it's like, like okay. You don't even know what to do anymore and all this. And then, you know, you know what frustrates me, too, is like you start agreeing to things, and then two weeks later, everything gets shut down again. And you're like, yeah. mother of hell. 
But it's so counterintuitive. Like, remember when we went, we crushed, we sold out. The shows were sold out yeah. like a week in advance. They added a show. That one was sold out. It was a huge success. So to you know to to be asked to go do it for like a, a sixth of the money. Yeah, let's. Because at the time we we did a door split. I don't know. We won't get into the numbers, whatever. <laughs> but it was a split. Let me see your you taxes. Know, they get a percentage. They get a percentage. We get a percentage. Yeah. Now they're asking to reduce our percentage by ten percent. Yeah. And uh, they can only like last time they could fit 140 people. Now they can only put 50 people. So we're getting 10 percent less of you know. Yeah. Thirty percent. The dog seems upset. And and the, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> dog is like, "Don't do it. You're Here's worth more." <laughs> Crying in the background. <laughs> do a Zoom show. That sounds like a shitty uh, deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely. But tough. Uh, yeah, if it was normal time, I'd be like, "What are you on your fucking out of your mind? Get the fuck out of here. Call it. Call another comedian if that's what you want to do." But now it's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it for." Uh, and then Derek's phone on the starts dollar. ringing now because everybody's gonna be like, "What? I can get Derek for a sixth of the price." <laughs> Yeah, he's desperate. He'll do it. He'll do anything. Mm -hmm. um, it's. I'll build a deck while I'm. I'll build the stage while I'm performing the Actually, show. Actually, maybe if we can get a couple of uh, deck jobs while we're out there, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of lumber out there in Sudbury. We can build some. Abdul decks. and Ab Abdul and Derek's deck and car repair emporium <laughs> Sudbury traveling through like a fucking sideshow like a carnival uh, <laughs> come get your spark plugs changed and your fucking the, uh, we knew, we, the, your four by fours replaced the we need work uh, tour <laughs> yeah yeah man it's crazy <laughs> what are you gonna do you gotta stay yeah. positive focused keep doing stuff we're doing Trying. the podcast weekly again we're back at it can't complain we've got some very encouraging messages from people that was nice People were very yeah, nice. Good. We got a few. I, I should have pulled them up before so we had them. At least we could have talked about uh, some, you know, we got some emails. People send emails. It's I like it. You know, very, yeah, like uh, very positive. It's a shitty time for comedians. A lot of people don't know it's a very shitty time for comedians. A lot of people, I mean, are going through a shit time. But, like, I feel like we're the last. Like, I feel like even watching, did you watch uh, Trudeau's uh, Address the Nation uh, last night? No, I didn't see. I didn't watch. No, it. No, you didn't watch it. I, 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 in the first few months, I was following everything he would say, and now yeah, I, I don't it's just think kind I've of useless. Heard anyways. a thing in six weeks. It's like you, you can tell his optimism's there, and you're like, buddy, let's just be realistic for once. You know? Did he mention the arts? Did he mention no. like the Shit's Creek? No, thing? no, he didn't mention. He didn't anything. even mention no, that. Why would he mention Shit's Creek? The fucking country's right. going through a fucking. <laughs> pandemic. He tweeted about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. He tweeted he about it. But he's not going to address them. the nation about Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of complicated for him to even say those words yeah. kind of out loud, right? I guess to write it because they don't spell it the same uh, as shit. Shit's Creek. Uh, speaking of Shit's Creek, here's a message from the official opposition. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's uh, definitely not a... But just listening to it was like, dude, he kept... Like he said, uh, what did he say? Something about... Uh, we're down, uh, he goes, w w don't expect us to get together during Thanksgiving, uh, but uh, if we're hopeful, maybe Christmas. <laughs> like, no, buddy. It's not going to happen. Uh. First of all, I wasn't even expecting him to come over for Thanksgiving. It would have been nice if he'd show up from once. But uh, the right. fact that <laughs> Christmas <laughs> now? I just stopped inviting him. <laughs> Fuck it. It was like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> 20 years. Not once did he show up. Not an RSVP, nothing. Nothing, man. And he lives in Montreal. <laughs> There's no excuse. Yeah. 
Uh, or does he still live in Montreal? Or he has a house in Montreal. I know he, he has a house. Yeah, I don't know he if he must, lives in, but he, he lives in lives. Ottawa. Derek, you don't know where the Prime Minister lives? Yeah, he lives on Sussex in Ottawa. Sussex? Does he live there, live there? Or is that just like the Sussex uh, tax dress, yeah. purposes? He, the tax, yeah. He's trying to dodge <laughs> some taxes. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, man. I uh, hold on. Where am I on your thing? I'm trying to stay focused. At least I don't look like you just see my chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, How have things been with you, buddy? Good, man. Just trying to stay focused and create stuff and fix. I've been recording video, and every time I put it together, I'm like, I hate this. I feel like it's been oh, no. too long. I feel like I've been too long, like. Just trying and trying and trying. And also, it's nice when you do stand-up and you get some sort of like an idea. You're like, oh, this works. Immediate immediate, immediate reaction. You know? yeah. And now it's been so long, I think, that I've been not doing stuff. Uh, well, I mean, we've been doing the podcast the whole time, but like not getting up on stage and getting an understanding of what hits and what doesn't. Yeah. It's just so much harder now. Like every time I put a, put together a video, and I'm like, ah, this is garbage. What am I fucking doing? <laughs> what am I doing? There's nothing... And then I did do, uh, well, I did the thing for uh, the uh, festival up north there, the Yukon. Uh, did you? Oh, you did stand up for yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't stand up really. It was just kind of tell a couple of jokes, three to five minutes to on video, and then send it to them. And then I think they're going to piece them together. I think, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'll do a video just like, hey, like a content video, like, hey, everybody. Yeah, yeah right. Just tell some jokes, and I think they'll clip it together. Rattle off whatever the thing that he said to mention the charity that they're supporting in that the mental yeah. health uh, of the yeah North. that's the and that and then I'll send them a clip of one of my online shows. Oh yeah, that they could use that. That's I'm sure they could yeah. just use that itself. Yeah, yeah and then I'll also I have to find them. I have to find a three minute stint where I don't say fuck though. But <laughs> then you got to go home and charity. find I the footage. I think they want to keep it clean. Yeah. I've got it online. Luckily, okay. I save it on YouTube, so I could just. Uh, can you download from YouTube? Uh, I think you can download your own stuff. I think if I think there's okay. a way to download like your own video uh, on your your YouTube uh, studio. But otherwise, Sorry, I don't I'm think just you can to... download. Uh, it's a lot harder than it used to be. I tried to do it the other day, and I was like, I just gave up. Like a lot of the apps stop working, or they fix some patch or whatever. They stop letting you do it. Okay. But uh, worst case, I'll do what you did. I'll do a uh, three minute, or I'll. I don't know. Fucking set up the camera, maybe at the uh, in Edmonton. Yeah, do a couple minutes. Uh, tell a couple. Yeah, I st- quick jokes. I start in Edmonton tonight. Yeah. Um. And when are you? Uh. Yeah. I guess that's all I've been doing, man. I did that. I did a couple videos and uh, editing. Andrew. Andrew was asking how Carolyn's doing. Is Carolyn? Doing she okay? is doing good. We're all kind of uh, just getting through this, man. It's just uh, it, we're keeping busy, but like every once in a while, obviously it hits you, and you're like, oh, "This is a kick in the balls, man! You got to yeah, start man. over and do everything." And she like her job's obsolete, applying? basically. I mean, her job is—they're uh, not back; they're still shut down. I think restaurants and stuff are in the states; they're not coming back for a while. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't, Dude, it's man. crazy. Yeah, you just got to keep. Like again, like I keep saying, you got to just f- find what works. Online, keep but she hasn't that. started applying for stuff here. She's been, yeah, slowly, but there's nothing. I mean, what to apply for, dude? Everyone got laid off, and if they're gonna, yeah, exactly, Air Canada, like go back to hey, yeah. Air Canada, <laughs> <laughs> are you guys in some kind of hiring boom right now? <laughs> yeah, I know a lot. Man, of the airport was a ghost town. Let's see, it was crazy. Really, eh? 
Yeah. Yeah, I got a I got a friend that works for Air Canada, and it's not looking good, man. They're not. Uh, they're not. Uh, just everything is kind of upside down, man. So it's scary for her, for everyone that works there. Like they don't know. You know, right now they're kind of. She's still working, but I know there's a lot of them that are kind of furloughed. But she's working from home, and even at the, at that point, it's kind of like, okay, well, if we don't get back to flying anytime soon, I'm sure I'm gonna lose my job. Yeah, like the uh, you know the the uh, departures and arrivals screens there that yeah. they have. So there's eight like sort of yeah different uh, flat screen TVs that are on their side, yeah. and. Uh, Usually they're full. They're all full, and then you know when they get to later on in the day, they just fall off the last one. Right. This one, they had the full day. The entire day was fitting on less than two screens. Wow, it's wild. Yeah, there's no. They're not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I wonder what everyone else is doing, man. Like, what are the listeners doing? What are you guys doing? Are you all back to work? Are you not? Is your job affected? I want to know, like, what the consensus of everybody, because like the way they keep talking about it, like they think like we're gonna. You know, it just shut it down. I don't get it. I don't understand. I hate talking about it. We keep getting back into it, but it's like, what are we going to do? When are we going to go, okay, well, if we just start opening up certain things and then the numbers go crazy, at what point do we go, well, we can't open up? Like, just shut it all down. Let's fucking get the numbers right down to zero and then open up again so we can live life. Close the borders. Close the fucking flights in and out. Let us just have a life. Can we not have a life? You know? We're trying to, like, still well, get people to come into the country, and there's still flights going in and out. People are still able to travel, uh, you know, to other yeah. countries and that, certain countries. Do you have to Do you have to give a good reason? No, like, do you man, have to no. justify it? No. No. There's certain countries that you can still fly in and out of, and it's not like their numbers are horrible, but I also, it's not helping. If you keep doing that, I don't think it helps. Jesus, you're in, like, some sort of yeah. a windstorm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm sheltering the microphone. You can hear it. <laughs> I think you can hear it more than the. Yeah, I'm sure your mic is fine. It's just I hear it on your phone, but it's also very like you can see it on the video. Like the fucking trees are just doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Derek's cigarette just Uh, blows in the wind, takes off. I don't even. I don't even know if it was a Canadian or American statistic, but they said if this goes into January, like if the shutdowns stay pretty, pretty shut down and number like uh capacities of places and stuff yeah uh that if it goes into january 30 percent of small and medium-sized businesses will close forever Dude, there's no way that they can survive that's what i don't understand is it's just it's we keep trying to reopen certain things at a small capacity but it's still hindering us from getting back to life as normal yeah so why yeah. not just shut it all down they're going to die. The restaurants and whatever ones that are, are like, they're going to die. You waited too long. They should have done it right at the start so that we all could endure three months or two months or even one month of just a complete lockdown. And then we could have went back to life. And then as numbers started, you know, uh, staying steady, then, okay, we'll let a flight in from this country because they're kind of good too, you know? And then slowly... You know, and it turns out it was every every COVID patient they had that got on that plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's only 79 <laughs> cases. How many people on this flight? 79. <laughs> they're all they're all shipping them out of their country. Let's get you out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just like, so what are you gonna do now? Restaurants are are opening at what 25 or 50 percent capacity. You think they're gonna be able to survive at that? No. 
So they're going to go under anyway. Survive, yes. They won't thrive, I don't, but they'll survive. Yeah, but they again, like, let's say there's another out, That's, outbreak. Like right now, the fuck, they opened the schools again, and now we're going through another uh, surge. So clearly, opening the schools, not a good idea. What do we do? What do uh, you do if you're in power? What do you do? Uh, well, we don't agree on most of the aspects of this. Oh, you but, would just uh, uh, you would just open up and. <laughs> I have a bunch of crazy ideas, like uh, the whole. I like the herd mentality, the herd immunity mentality, where it's like, and again, I was telling this to my mother, and she's like, "Oh, well, fuck, thanks a lot." But I was thinking, <laughs> herd mentality, uh, her, herd mentality, and herd immunity. Uh, so if you're one of these dickhead that's not careful and you get COVID, not that every person that's getting COVID was is out of recklessness or, but I mean there are a lot of people being reckless and then spreading right. it. Uh, but I'm like to save because again the whole shutdown mentality is to save our healthcare system, yeah. right? The global healthcare system from collapsing. So if you have COVID, you are you are not you have no access to healthcare unless you can pay for it. Um, that works in socialized places, but like you, COVID, oh, you have COVID. Yeah, go home, fucking handle it. I don't know. Take some Pepto-Bismol. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we're not treating this disease anymore because if you got it, it means you were acted irresponsibly or somebody you know did. Yeah. Uh, now, again, I don't I don't know what to say. I just, I guess I'm, I, I, it's not even a selfish thing. It's not for my own job that I want it. It's because I fear already with this long, six month in, People will be forever changed. The way people think 100%. will be forever changed. That we will be now living for the rest of my life. I will be walking around and there will be people wearing masks. Uh, masks. Not like that one, you know, Chinese guy or Chinese lady on the escalator that you're like, what the fuck? How does, what? Yeah. Remember, it used to be a weird thing. Yeah. You'd see somebody wearing a mask and you're like, I guess I got what a the sniffle. fuck? Did they, just drop, <laughs> did they just drop fucking like anthrax up at the top of the escalator? What? Why? <laughs> But now I already fear that for the rest of my life, people are going to be wearing masks everywhere. It's like this post-apocalyptic thing that the air quality is fucked and I don't know. Yeah. So I don't like it. I hate that my life now, the rest of my days, I'm going to have to live in this new circumstance, even though my mentality hasn't changed. I've decided early on that I'm not going to be afraid anymore. If I get it, I will isolate myself and try not to make sure that nobody else get it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't want, I don't want, I want to, things were already fucked up enough before this. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want more shitty fucked upness. <laughs> fucked upness? Is that, is, that is that a word? So, so a lot of my way of thinking is just to try to force humanity back to a semblance of normalcy. And it's not, I haven't thought it all through. It's just <laughs> selfish of me to, uh, yeah. I just want... I don't want my kids to live in fear, you know, like, I understand, I don't know. man. I understand. I think that's what a lot of people have a hard time, especially the anti-maskers and the people that are just going out there doing their thing. Uh, I feel like that's obviously is the main reason is that they are having a hard a time huge. grasping the life change, uh, which is why I'm totally against people that like, if there's like someone in a store not wearing a mask and then everyone turns their camera on and starts fucking shaming them. I don't agree with that. Uh, yeah, if you want to tell but them. I also don't agree with anti-maskers or these yeah, dickheads I, that say, oh, it's a hoax. There is no virus. Yeah, but, I, I mean, you're you kind fucking... of on that page in a sense if you agree that, like, first of all, herd immunity is not something that we can even talk about because it's so new. 
So the virus is so new, you don't even know what it's going to do long term. So that's after two, three years. Yeah. okay. if we're still in it, maybe herd immunity might be a a way to go. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And we're not even sure yet. Like there's different reports that you can get it twice, even within the same year, you could get it twice. So other other doctors are saying, no, that once you get it, you should you should have enough antibodies in your system. But there's no conclusive it's evidence. It's too new. Everything is too new for us to know enough about it. So that's, I think that's the worry of everything. And then, yeah, I don't know, dude. This is just, it's remember, definitely a huge life we, change. Remember we talked about that study that they were doing in uh, France and Belgium about smoking? About, like, the, based on numbers in China and Europe? They were trying to find the correlation as to why smokers were, right. were like... We're contracting the disease at like thirty percent less than, le- like seventy percent okay, less, like right. the, at a thirty percent rate of the general population. Um, but then the 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 downside is that of those thirty percent smokers that did get it, those that were hospitalized were twice as likely to die. Right. So <laughs> I'm still playing the numbers, as you can well, see. Well, Derek. But <laughs> <laughs> You keep, uh, but I, I didn't follow up with that. That study started about uh, nine, ten weeks ago. It looks ago. like you're part of I'm the study. I'm curious to see. <laughs> I'm curious to see what they, uh, yeah, if there's been any conclusion. Smoking cigarettes, like there was diff- traveling on planes. They were doing, well, they were, it's, it's hard to fathom that a, a healthcare professional could be like, hey, do you, uh, <laughs> group group C, do you mind smoking, chain smoking <laughs> to see to see how it works? Uh, but the, I know that in France they were trying with a with a focus group, a small group. Uh, they were uh, one of the treatment they were they were following for COVID patient was a nicotine patch. Okay. To see if there was a, a re, like if right. nicotine ha- played affected some sort it of a in any way. I gotta follow up on that. I'm gonna try to re- do some Google searches to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do it right it's now. Actually, what the fuck? Interesting. Why do we ever wait? There's a lot of interesting things that are just, you kind of, and the, the, I mean, the annoying part is you kind of have to just sit back and wait it out and see how all of these studies and whatever they say plays out. It's a patience game, everybody. Just be patient. Just find what you uh, love the- to do. Do that. Uh, try to survive. Make your cash. Pay your the bills. WH, the WHO has put out a article about this downsize don't spend a lot save yeah fuck downsize my um, my more i got a call from my bank oh. my mortgage start my mortgage is starting again on next so week. what'd you do are you downsizing it downsizing what the house what am i gonna rent out a room <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> i tried or no, i the, tried yeah, charging i kids. tried charging jamie rent that didn't work out at all <laughs> Oh man, I could just see you renting out one of the rooms to somebody and they're like, yeah, but if the kids don't have to pay, why the fuck do I have to pay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Derek's yeah. accumulating more roommates. <laughs> Nobody wants to pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really what I've got right now is three fucking uh, deadbeat roommates that don't pay their share. But uh, no, but I mean like, uh, you know, like uh, did you readjust it so that you pay less uh, payments? paid off in a longer period of time so you have less payment no that well i would have to pay a penalty they didn't they didn't offer me that really? in fact i accrued twenty seven hundred dollar worth of interest by not paying the the mortgage for the last six months yeah. and they're like well you have to pay that up front or we tack it on to the end of your mortgage so it's twenty seven hundred dollar worth of interest that if i don't pay it right now in one shot 
<coughs> they tack it onto the mortgage, and now I'm paying interest on interest for the next three oh, years. Fucking crooks. Because that's that pisses I have three me years off. Left. I don't know why the banks were even allowed to charge interest. Like, nobody's making money. It should have been a total timeout. Yeah. Like, yeah we're nobody's just, making well, money. And the banks are making I mean, a ton on the stock markets, anyways. They're good. They know how to fucking mm-hmm. play the numbers. What do they need it our money for? would have been nice, but... Yeah, it would have been nice, but... You know, you got to think, these banks have tens of thousands of fucking employees to pay and rents and, you know... I don't know. I, listen, I signed the contract, so... Oh, no, uh, let Derek. me just see this. It's susceptible to infection. Derek? Uh, yes? Oh, yes? no. Oh, there you are. We had a poor connection what? for a quick second, but you're back. Okay. Uh, questions have been asked about clinical outcomes for smokers and whether they are equally susceptible to infection and if nicotine has any biological effect on the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is COVID-19. Five to seven at a time of the writing, one clinical trial tested the effects of nicotine has been announced, but no trial registration record was found as of 12 May 2020. This review, therefore, assesses the available peer-reviewed literature on the association between smoking and COVID-19, including one, risk of infection by COVID-19, hospitalization with COVID-19, or sorry, they're evaluated in this study, they're looking at the risk of infection of COVID-19 for smokers, the rate of hospitalization with COVID-19 for smokers, and the severity of COVID-19 outcomes amongst hospitalized patients such as admission into intensive care units. So before the actual study began, just based on numbers that they were accumulating uh, on just the the masses, there was some, I think a hospital in China that had on the questionnaire when they were admitting patients that the checking off smoking, and uh, France also. So they had a, a group that they could they could evaluate based like use uh, the being a smoker as one of the evaluation criteria of the patient and those numbers that I said to you before are approximate whatever but they were smokers were getting it way less but they were dying if they got it and got hospitalized they were they were dying more yeah so it sounds like and a risk right now that they, they weren't registered. Sounds there are currently no peer-reviewed studies. See, so they haven't been, the studies haven't been concluded and then submitted to the World Health Organization or to, to you know, right. peer peer review. You know, like those the, like who Fauci worked for before this all shit started. Yeah. Um, however, twenty-seven observational studies. So, like I said, just observ- observing the, um, the data. Uh, which pooled the prevalence of smokers in hospital patients across studies based in China. The analysis uh, et al. analyzed data for 2,986 patients found pooled prevalence of smoking of 7.6%, while blah, blah, 30, analyzed data for the hospitalized patients found pooled prevalence 6.5%, and... 6.5% and 7.6% of uh, patients, hospitalized patients, were smokers. But in China, it's like 75% of the population, male, like 20 to 45, whatever, are smoker. Right. So that 7.6% is much lower than the, than the smoker rate in the population. 
So I'm curious. They still so they, the studies haven't been finished and they haven't been peer reviewed, and I think for it to be valid and and uh, uh, you know quotable study to to base you know medical decision on, it has to be peer reviewed. I think two or three yeah. times by you know. Sounds like a study done by Benson and Hedges. <laughs> yeah, or uh, fuck if I had the money I would definitely be bankrolling this study <laughs> see I told you you fuckers telling me to quit smoking all this time save my life <laughs> what is the incentive of proving if cigarettes actually helps this thing <laughs> but I have been saying on stage it's been working pretty well too like you know I'm standing on stage I talk about being a smoker and everything and you can kind of hear it in my voice apparently <laughs> But I'm up there. I'm up there drinking. You know, like they just watch me fire back some nachos, and I'm like, "Fuck! Listen, COVID nineteen is a living organism. You know, a, a, a virus is a living thing. Yeah. And I've put so much fucking poison in my body that the, the virus goes in there and it's just like, oh god, <laughs> I can't live in here. Let me out. Fuck. <laughs> Pass me along to somebody. <laughs> Give a high five. Yeah, that or it'll be like this guy's weak as fuck. Let's take him out. <laughs> it's yeah, one yeah, of the two, know. but we don't know. The study, the Benson and Hedges study, isn't done yet. <laughs> We're still waiting for them. Maybe yeah, we get some backing sure. from the rest of the tobacco industries. Um, but uh, you think you're gonna? Uh, what's that? You think you're gonna head back up to the cabin before winter? I don't think so, man. I I think it's no. it's too late now. It'd be hard, or it'd be risky. It'd be like uh, depending on the weather, because if the lake freezes, you're screwed. You can't get out of there. Well, you have to walk out. Well, you'd have to I wait guess. for it to like freeze over for you to walk out, and then you could do it. Oh, right, yeah. Or you could walk through the bush, but it'll take you about two hours to like walk through the bush to get to the car, and you're not going to carry yeah. all your shit. You're only going to bring what you can, and that's it. The rest will stay. Right. Uh, so it's risky. Otherwise, the, I'd love to, man. Fuck, I'd love to go back up there. I'd love to just live there. Yeah. What's the weather been like in Montreal? The weather is not... This week has been pretty decent. It just started raining uh, today. We had some drizzle. It's actually nice out again, but it's drizzled, like drizzly uh, on and off. But yesterday and the day before, pretty nice. Last night was beautiful. It was almost like uh, pretty close to a summer night, almost. It was very... Oh, uh, nice. had a little bit of a briskness to it, but it was still beautiful at night. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a bitch being out here. I'm missing pretty well the last weekend. This is probably the last really good chance of a, at a nice Shangri-La yeah, type. Yeah, probably. Last night was a good weekend. night. That was a good night yeah, last night for shitty. sure. But um, yeah, up there is different. The weather like changes so quick. It's I, I'd love my dream is to like eventually get like set up with all the gear that I would need to just stay there and not have to worry about anything winterize yeah, it yeah win well it's already really winterized just the floor i'd have to winterize and then also just get like some sort of a satellite communication device in case you're stranded right. and something happens and you're screwed uh you can like push an like you know an sos button and someone will fucking fly down from the sky and save you hopefully <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's uh, just uh otherwise yeah man i'd love to just if this pandemic goes on long enough i might just do that and just fucking start a youtube channel of me trying to survive <laughs> <laughs> it can't. It's, there's not much else to do, man. It's like, what else do you friggin' laugh about now? It's like everything is just it gets depressing, and then people are also very like defensive on certain things. Like if you even try to crack a joke about something, people pile on and go, "You shouldn't say that." And other people are like, "That's hilarious." It's just like very divided yeah, uh, time. 
that's what I was talking to you about. Uh, we, that we should make a segment for the for the podcast where it's uh, Abdul and Derek talk to millennials or Generation Z, whatever. Because we were here the other night. Shane and Trina's kid uh, kids were here, yeah. whatever, and their daughter. Their daughter who moved out. She she's going to uh, U of A, okay, uh, or U of C. One of, one of, anyway, one of the Alberta University, and uh, she was over. She works. She's studying uh, social work and um, basically to work with uh, people with disabilities. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what she's doing, kind of as a stage or whatever. She's working, you know, part time with that. So she have. So anyway, I said, uh, oh, she says, oh, I was just at Emily's house, and I'm like, oh, who's Emily? And her father says, uh, oh, it's the this the girl that uh, that uh, Callie worked with. She's confined to a wheelchair, and Callie's like, uh, Dad, we don't say that anymore. Uh, <laughs> what we say is she uses a wheelchair. So I was like, oh, okay, so 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 she can stand up and stuff. Like, if you want to get her dress, she can. she's like, no, no, she can't stand up. She's in the wheelchair all the time. So she is confined to a wheelchair. Technically, yes, but we don't say that. Well, I'm like, what the fuck? No, yes, we do. If that's what it is, we say it. Let's see. Stop being a fucking dickhead, fucking millennial. Maybe we should just call it, <laughs> we make millennials cry. Min- <laughs> mincing words. Uh, so I was trying to explain to her that, no, thank you for letting me know that that is the acceptable way of speaking. But please don't look at people in my generation that say words that seem offensive to you. Uh, please try to take it in the context that it's meant. Your father wasn't trying to be offensive there. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, like, so keep in mind, we've lived, you know, in my case, 47 years being taught one way of speaking and, you know, suddenly it's not okay. It's it's a little fucked up for us. So I think everything is so okay. It was and she, and she, yeah. and she accepted that. Okay. So we have, now we have a dialogue. You're teaching me something that, you know, the world is changing and this is what's now preferred as a way of describing something yeah. and i'm saying okay but also if when I, if i don't know that or if i forget or you know if i fuck it up you know please try to listen to the intent behind the words if i'm saying you fucking cripple whatever that's rude i get that that's rude yeah. but if i'm just saying um yeah, a person that's handicapped a and they're like you can't say handicapped or you can't say retard yeah. and you're, i'm like well I, if i'm not saying it to be mean uh, please I heard don't that one. You can't fucking say flip your lid. So what are the parking spots called? Yeah, exactly. That's part of my act. I talk really? About I don't understand. Like every- it's okay for it's okay for the little blue sticker, but not for the person who has the sticker. <laughs> I don't understand. Like what what's going on? First of all, I think we're we're giving a generation way too much say. Uh, yeah. Like when we were kids. You didn't have the internet, so you weren't able to like project how you felt to everybody. And then people felt bad. You just had to fucking suck it up, you know? You just had to understand that not everyone gives a shit about what you think. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you think all the time. It's not important all the time. You can feel a certain way. You don't need to fucking project it onto everybody else. Just feel the way and you who's feel making the, and understand other people. Who's feel making the way these they decisions feel. though? Who's making these decisions Twitter. about what's okay? It's just like you said, corporations. Yeah, it was it was handicapped for a second. Yeah. I mean, for our whole life, it was handicapped, and then no, no, you can't say that. So then it was, then it was disabled, and okay, I'm starting to get used to that disabled. And then no, you can't say disabled; it's differently abled. I'm like, what the fuck? And that only really? lasted like four seconds. Yeah. Differently abled, and now it's person with a disability. It's not a disabled person, but rather a person. That's what Callie was explaining to me. We have to go person first, and uh. then description <laughs> after, because we have to keep them human. We can't just. 
talk oh, about yes, them because like they're, they're in a, a wheelchair. Herd of they cows. are fucking animals. That's what we're trying to say by calling them handicapped. That's that, that's you know like do you have to sugarcoat everything for these kids to understand uh, that you're just speaking? Do they need everything like fucking? I don't get it. It's a candy coated generation. You got to make everything I, sweet I and de- desirable, otherwise they're just you can't say that it hurts my feelings. <laughs> I don't know that I agree with you there, Abdul. I do think that it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow, uh, look at but it's good that there is a... Gen- this, it's got Derek. It's nice to... See, it's No, I'm not saying I like political correctness, but I'm saying it's nice to see that this generation, whom having three roommates from the generation, it's nice to see that they at least are mindful of things that are greater than them, bigger than themselves. Um, I don't love the outcome Thank of all God of it, but froze. Gosh, uh, I'm fucking. I it's, take it's that. still it's uh, <laughs> con- consoling for me to to see that they at least give a fuck. Yeah, I understand, buddy. I get that uh, you like uh, that they're trying. Uh, I don't. It annoys me. I, I did, it's just it's yeah. use it's useless is what it is. You can care for more than look. I'm not telling you don't care about other people. That's the first thing you should always do is care about everyone else and wonder. But after a certain point, it's like you're a generation that, first of all, you don't have a say yet. You, you Get fucking marginalized. Get treated like shit for a few years. <laughs> then we'll fucking talk, all right? Don't fucking well, come you, out here. It's funny you say that. Yeah. What you're, the way that you're speaking right now, yeah. you are marginalizing that entire generation. Good. Like, they fuck you. They need to go You've another couple lived. years you're of fucking... it before they can start Dude. complaining. Do you not realize that there's 20-year-olds that have been molested, that have been starved, that have been Yeah, but there's 80-year-olds that have been molested and starved. And they're not yes, like... Yes, but don't... You can't say molest. It brings back memories from 74 years ago. They don't say that. They just go, fuck it, so we got to stop it. They don't talk about the words. They go with the action. That's the problem with this generation. It's always about the words and not the actions. Like, they're trying to take yeah. away words that are even in the dictionary. And you're like, why are you taking these words away? They're there. They existed. People said them at a certain time. This is the context that they used them. This is how it evolved. It's called education. It's how you teach kids something. You teach people things. And they go, oh, that's fucking archaic. We shouldn't have done that. But if you're just like, you yeah. can't say that word. Well, wait, you can't even say the word to teach somebody why you shouldn't say the word? It's just ridiculous. Yeah, we it's have like, can we just we have take to keep it back the word, a second here? Just stop We have to so, keep the word retard in the dictionary so that we can teach people not to say retard. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> you got to be able to fucking tell people why it's in there and why you shouldn't say certain things or what it what it does to some people. But to just say you can't say the word anymore is just ridiculous. It's like yeah. you're wiping out a part That's of history. Funny. You keep bringing up bits of my act. I have that bit of my act about Remember that commercial that came out? The uh, uh, it's a anti-homophobia commercial, and it's like a it's a radio commercial, and this guy comes on the radio like he's talking to a buddy. He's like, "Hey Frank, uh, remember when we used to go on fishing trips and we'd call each other faggot?" And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> you're a faggot." Well, let me tell you, Frank, faggot is no longer part of my vocabulary. I had a talk with my son Justin yesterday, and he told me that he is gay. So you won't hear me saying faggot anymore, and I really think you should stop saying faggot also. Because faggot is now out of my vocabulary. And I'm like, dude, it's not out of your vocabulary. You said it seven <laughs> times in this 30-second commercial, you fucking cunt. <laughs> not to mention you only stop saying it because your son is gay. <laughs> you should just... Right, I know. It's so like... <laughs> if anything, that's more of a reason to say it. It's like kind of... 
It's like, uh, don't worry, man. Uh, I know somebody. Um, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's like when somebody somebody will say the other yeah. one. It's like, no, my no, no my, my brother-in-law's yeah, black. I could say that. My brother-in-law's black. <laughs> uh, what? You mean you can't say it? Um, no, I get uh, it's... No, I don't. I don't agree the, with the, the, the lesson we're trying to teach her. Abdul and, and Seen. Abdul, we're trying to act out. <laughs> uh, to just be nice to everybody. Yeah, Please but it, it's nice. also like the just, uh, just the uh, nice. statues. I did that uh, year. Uh, what a year or two years ago. I I was on the debaters and we did a thing about statues, like getting rid of statues because people were complaining about it. And that, I had that. I had a line in there about that. Just stop trying to take away. Just put another plaque next to the plaque that says what great things they accomplished put another right. plaque that says some of the shitty things that they did so that we can both mm-hmm. look at it and go okay in the future let's try to focus on doing the good stuff and let's not right. do what's on that other plaque let's evolve from that you know and historically yeah the, the, good to learn that historically Dude, some of so our... good to learn that like nobody's perfect so if you put a statue Sometimes. up, that's that's the problem I have with the statues and like the history we were taught was that they would just idolize these people and go, they are great because this is what they did. But everyone's a shitty person. You can go down the list. Not a <laughs> shitty person, but I mean, everyone's done something that they, they shouldn't have done at some point in their life. Especially yeah. like you can go down the list of all the greats, all the greats, and there's somebody that can tell you what they did that was very against what they were trying to do at the time or they didn't realize that it was you know you, yeah no people started talking shit about mother Teresa. See? she was a whore apparently she's like apparently she was so mean yeah <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> not a whore but apparently she was mean really she was mean uh, this is funny this is a little and because i feel we're getting too serious in our comedy <laughs> podcast but a hilarious thing just happened. a bee just landed on my friend's uh tablecloth okay and the tablecloth has flowers on it and the stupid bee was trying to fucking suck nectar out of the tablecloth flower what a dumb bee see (laughs) i was just like you're an idiot that is not a real flower uh also we shouldn't have said dumb bee we have to uh we have to let everyone know the bee is a bee first and then we can call it dumb yes a bee with an inferior intellectual (laughs) quotient now that's how you say it without offending the bees (laughs) <laughs> you gotta say it the proper way uh, I did oh, see geez. a weird uh, news article that I wanted to bring up there was a v- I don't know if you All saw right. it but uh, Vietnam it's on a C- it was CTV news and I like this because you always find the news like post stuff every once in a while and you're like this has nothing to do with us but I like that you're fishing for uh, for posts for clicks Vietnam police to investigate condom recycling factory Ugh. yeah they're going to investigate. Uh, they found a, a, uh, someone recycling about 320,000 used condoms. They were Where for the resale. Fuck you get used condoms. They, uh, someone was selling it to this lady, and she was cleaning them out and r- apparently re- reshaping. <laughs> you reshape a condom. She, the, the condoms were washed, reshaped, and packed into plastic packages. The newspaper in Vietnam said. So there's, uh, if anyone uh, gets a misshaped condom that is in a wrapping, <laughs> with, <laughs> with, well, like plastic, like just saran wrap. They just wrap it. I in don't saran know, wrap? but if it looks shady, <laughs> and especially if it's reshaped, if it looks like it's been reshaped, do not use it. 
<laughs> why does this condom we keep wanting to turn right this fucking, why is there a hook why is there a hook in this condom <laughs> you just unfold it and it's just fucking all curved and bent. <laughs> this guy's been in an accident <laughs> oh it's still wet let me dry it out uh, gross um oh we went to a i went to a museum yesterday Wow, that's a big fleet. It's a big step, big step on yeah. that. Big step for the Derek Dinosaur Sager. Museum in Drumheller, Alberta. Oh, cool, man. I saw it was Angela cool. post a couple pictures. That was cool. It looks awesome. Yeah. Look very nice. Badlands. We were in the Badlands. Is there houses yeah. around like there this, or no? A few. Like Drumheller is a little town and the place is just it's like you're in the fucking what was where did the Flint's bedrock? It's like we were in bedrock. Right. See, there's dinosaurs everywhere. The whole town is based on dinosaur tourism and they've got this museum and is it in the extremely town. expensive to live there because it looks like a desert uh, it looks kind of cool yeah yeah there's farmland all around that desert part um but uh, yeah it's really it is quite cool there's these very rare and original sort of uh they're called hoodoos okay and they're like they look like mushrooms but they're mushrooms made out of rock it's really, it's kind of cool. Wow. But also, Alberta is rich with fossils, yeah. which I didn't know. But well, this, yeah, that's uh, why they got the fossil this museum fuels, show this stuff to the point where there's a um, a, a uh, dinosaur called the Albertosaurus, and it uh, it's like a miniature T-Rex, like it's a carnivore, mm-hmm. it's a, like a killer, but it's like just like. Oh my uh, God! There's one behind two, you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two thirds the size of a T-Rex. Anyway, it was super interesting. Super interesting too to see. And then I start thinking about my mom and people that are very religious, and to put it in your head that like they have the the scientifically, you know, like these geologists and and uh, uh, archaeologists and anthropologists, they they peg the 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 life on Earth at like three point one billion years when life started right. like single cell whatever and then the evolution <laughs> then they go through all the periods you know like the paleolithic and the jurassic period and all these yeah. where it's like we're looking at things that we still like crocodile or re- relative of the crocodile and turtle and that from 74 million fucking year ago i'm like yeah. that is crazy and even uh, homo erectus homo erectus Homo erectus is like something like uh They prefer erectus of the homo, hun- Derek. <laughs> it's like 108,000 years ago, though. And then uh, Neanderthal man was like 60,000 years ago. And then uh, Homo sapien, they don't do it, I guess, because in case there's a religious person going through there, they don't want to actually peg the year. If it's more than 6,000, everyone's going to be like, oh, this is a bullshit museum. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's su- anyway it was super cool to see things that it even says on it this is between you know 64 and 70 million year old and you're looking at like pretty well intact skeleton it's pretty fucking it was pretty cool it is that sounds very cool man it's it, dude it's so yeah. interesting like I, that's what i love about nature especially when you're like far out in nature and there's no sign of humans and it's just like the animals are living there and they're doing their thing it's so interesting to see. You're like, of course this has been around forever. Like, just look at all these. You just look in the water and you're like, what the hell is that? Like some weird blood sucker and then some fish and then some other. Yeah. You're like, man, there must be. Dude, I, one thing I did realize at the camp, I noticed the last day and I thought I was crazy. I thought I saw an otter. 
And I was like, well, that could be. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't think lake otters. I was always thinking like yeah. otters are in the sea. Sea otters. Yeah. But yeah, there's, no, there's lake otters. otters. And, lakes. and it, it was an otter. I saw it and I was like, <laughs> what the hell? It popped its head out of the water and it just like stared at me, it had these beady eyes. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then yeah. I just moved, and boom, he went under, and he just disappeared. I didn't see him come up for air. And for, for, sure it, for sure it wasn't It wasn't a, a, beaver. a beaver. No way it was a beaver. It didn't look like one. And beavers usually swim. They have their tail you know, up, yeah. and they even swim with their tail a lot. But they, yeah. you, they, they kind of paddle. But this was like, boom, went right under, like almost very aquatic. Like it, could, it knew its way. Apparently around. they can be pretty vicious, too. I, eh? like so I was looking up pretty... trying to figure this out, and what it was, and then I, I started going down this rabbit hole, and I found there was a lady in like 2017 in Quebec. I think it was Quebec. She got attacked by an otter, which is yeah. it's rare, but they could if they're underwater and they see your leg or whatever, and they think it's something they can just fucking bite at. She yeah. got attacked and she had stitches. And they stitches. have super she, sharp teeth. Yeah, yeah she, they have super sharp teeth like piranhas. Yeah, or and I was wondering because we caught we caught a couple. Usually, what we do is we put the fish. We we put we have a cage that when we catch them, we keep them in the cage until the end of the trip. Then, yeah. then the last day, you knock them all out, clean them, gut them, and everything, and then you can take them so they're fresh when you get back. Um, one of them, man, I noticed one of the pike had a slice on the side. And it looked like a oh, knife, like a sure knife, like went right through it, like just sl- slid them. And I was like, man, wow. this is weird. Because sometimes you'll see, it almost looked like the propeller from the motor or something like sliced them, which is impossible because okay. we usually, we don't, we rarely troll and we were just, I don't think that one we were even trolling. The motor wasn't even running when we caught him. So the fact that it's huh. like he had a slice, it looked like, I'm sure an otter got to him, like just nabbed him or something. Wow. He had a super wow. sharp. With a claw or yeah, whatever. Just, yeah, just, I don't know. what. Wow. It, yeah, they're wild, man. I didn't, it, But just that, it's like you're out there and you see all these species that have been around and they're just doing their thing and you're like, we're so small on this planet. Like, they fucking, yeah, this is their land. We're just, we're in the way. So, <laughs> at the museum, at the museum, it was saying that, uh, so back, I uh, fuck, I forget how many million years, millions and millions of years, <clears throat> when the last, when the dinosaurs basically got wiped out. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like 2020. It was like in the same period of time, there was a volcano that erupted in uh, India, in the area of India, yeah. that kind of di- displaced and fucked up the whole global ecosystem. Okay. So that already was uh, weakened many species because the volcano itself killed a bunch and the smoke stopped you know, food from being available over the next six months or so. Yeah. So the, all the herds were, were thinning out. And then... Uh, and it displaced them all. And again, keeping in mind that the, the continents weren't in the same place that they are now. Uh, and then a meteor hit in that same period of time okay. in Mexico area. And the crater that it created was 180 kilometer wide. Wow. So it was a nest seed fucking meteor yeah. that it created a global cataclysm. Uh, and they said 76% of the species that exist at that time... Uh, were wiped out wow. in that one shot. Seventy six percent. You know, it's taken us humanity fucking you know a couple thousand years to wipe out. You know, like twenty five percent. So this one cataclysm. Uh, it's anyway. It's, inc- it's incredibly interesting stuff. Yeah, that is. Interesting. And th- like you say, like you say, make us feel so like small. You know, like just look what's going on right now in twenty twenty. I see the fires. The fucking uh, see the the. the COVID-19 
we're, we're so at the mercy of Mother Earth yeah. that, you know. Which is why I don't understand why people complain about words. That's my point. Yeah. It's like there's yeah. so many bigger things out there than words. Yeah. Like, yeah. learn that, study that, figure that shit out. Not your fucking <laughs> feelings. All right, we're gonna get into the. Uh, we're gonna get into your picks from last week. Oh yeah. Oh my. Yeah. I went Dude, your picks. How'd you do? Monday night. My Monday night pick was very disappointing. I had the Saints um, beating the Raiders, but the Raiders held on to win it. Okay, so but, let's go through uh, the list. You know, I, went, I had you had you you had the Broncos and the and the Steelers game. You you picked the Steelers. Who won that? The Steelers. The Steelers won. Yeah. So you got that. Jaguars, Titans. Yeah. I had the Titans, and the Titans won. Titans won. Derek's on a roll. Yeah. Lions, Packers, and you had the Packers. Who won? I, the Packers. Fuck. They and they were down like sixteen nothing. I see right out of the gate. Wow. I was pretty stressed. <laughs> I love when you get that. Uh, Bills, Dolphins. You took the Bills. I took the Bills, and they fucking last minute, last minute win. Yeah, I think. Where, where is it? Uh, the Bills did win, though. Yeah, 31-28. That's wow. overtime. They went into overtime, and they won Whoa, with a field goal in overtime. Lucky bastard. And then the Vikings yeah, and the Colts. You had the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I had the Vikings. That one I, I didn't. That one I didn't did hit? I did not win that one. No. Gosh, there's so many. The, uh, Colts, Look, you, and then you had all these, the, too? The, Washington Cardinals? I had, yeah, I had Arizona. Arizona won that 30, one? 15 The Ravens yeah, and the Texans. You had the Ravens. I had the Ravens winning by seven and a half points, and they did. They won by uh, whatever seventeen points, thirty-three, sixteen. Fucking on a roll, man. This game, this game. So I did. You'll be sad to hear that I did weekend. bet this God weekend because I was. I'm, I'm, An Alberta I couldn't feed. help it. It was so exciting. I'm so excited that football's back. Um, but poor Chiefs Chargers. Yeah. Ch- Chiefs Chargers. Uh, fucking the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs were gonna walk all over them. Uh, they did not. Uh, it went into overtime, twenty to twenty. Wow, a lot of overtime. And I had the Chiefs all kinds. I, so they scored in overtime. They scored the field. They, the defense held the Chargers, and then the Chiefs scored the field goal, and that field goal made me four thousand two hundred dollars. God damn, Derek Sagan yeah. with a big win on his picks. Because I had a huge parlay. I had like an eight-way parlay with the Chiefs being the last piece of it. That's a hell of a fucking deal, man. Then I had the Patriot in the Patriots Seahawks game. I think I had the Patriots, uh, but when I actually came to betting, I had the Patriots plus five and a half, uh, and they lost thirty-five to thirty. So the, it still came in for me. Um, but this uh, the Saints Raiders on Monday night. I had the Saints, and they lost thirty-four to twenty-four. Oh so. man, what would you have won on that? The Saint, or was that part of your whole bet? It was a nine hundred. It was a that the Saints Raiders would have won me nine hundred dollars if the Saints won. Okay, all right, but yeah, yeah. that's a good uh, good weekend. It was a, a eleven. Yeah, it was eleven for fourteen. I think. Gosh. Eleven for four, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Derek did good. 15. Did good. You're good. All right, okay, but this eleven eleven for fifteen. I went eleven for fifteen. <laughs> is this a this is a, this is just a one off? We're not going crazy on the gambling again, or are we uh, gambling? This well, week? now that I'm now that I'm up, I'm gonna I'll place a couple of bets, like a hundred or two hundred here and there, just to keep up. Right, I'm I'm still up uh, two thousand six hundred or something. Isn't the best way to stay up is to just quit. Yeah, but you know, it's still fun. It's fun when you when you're not 
when it's when it's when it's not your money, right? It's like if I lose a hundred dollars out of that, at least I'm not lo- I'm yeah. not nothing come out of my pocket. I still he'll still said be sending me money, right? Yeah. Um, so do you want to go through this week's picks? Yeah, let's go through this week's picks. What do you got? All right. So first game, uh, which is tonight, is the Dolphins and Jaguars. Uh, this is going to be a good game, and uh, the Dolphins and Jags are not looking as shit as they did. Um, so I am going to go with Miami in that one. But I'm worried the Jaguars actually look really, really good. But I'm going to go uh, Miami. Okay. Next, we have the 49ers at the Giants. Uh, the 49ers are not looking like the team that they were last year. They also lost Bosa, their uh, star defensive lineman, last game. I haven't heard whether he'll be back this week or not, but I don't think so. He looked like he really fucked up his knee. Um, but I still think the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo, they'll find a way to do it. Giants are still trying to find themselves. And they lost uh, Saquon Barkley last week. The Giants, they lost their star running back. Okay. So I think the, I think the 49ers is a solid bet in that game. Uh, the Washington football team <laughs> meets the Cleveland Browns uh, in Cleveland. Uh, I think Washington is still still trying to find themselves. Um, the Browns are are they have they have really just such great receiving core. By the I gotta Cleveland go. Browns. I gotta tell you, it's a very racist name. <coughs> Continue. Got, go ahead. <laughs> I gotta go with the Browns over Washington there. Yeah. Uh, Bengals Eagles. The Eagles are really fucking sucking. Um, but I do think in Philadelphia, the Bengals are a mid-range team. I think the Eagles might pull that one out. Uh, Raiders-Patriots. Now, this game, super interesting because wow. the Raiders are really they're really looking great. The Patriots still are coached by Bill Belichick. They have Cam Newton, a veteran quarterback. Uh, they're playing in New England, but there's no fans, I think, still in New England. Um, the Raiders are coming off a huge win. I think I'm going to go with the Raiders over the Patriots, which would bring the Patriots to an 0-3 record out of the gate, which I don't think has happened since year one of Bill Belichick. Wow. So you're going to go with that? So Raiders Raiders over Patriots. You heard it here first. Uh, Bears-Falcons. The Bears looked pretty sharp last week, but the Falcons' offense is really putting up numbers. Uh, Will the Bears' defense be able to... uh, (laughs) All right, you're back. Be able to hold. Will be able to hold up. I don't know if the defense will be able to hold up, but I'm going to go with the Falcons over the Bears. Okay. Rams. Rams. Bills. Now the Rams too, like like the 49er, not looking like the team they were last year, and the Bills really are looking strong. Their defense is excellent. Uh, I'm taking the Bills over the Rams. Again, not not necessarily a favorite uh, idea, but uh, there it is. Texans Steelers. Uh, I love the Steelers. I've always been a Steelers Packers. I know they're 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 enemies, but I like both of those teams. But the Texans are really looking great. Their quarterback is so fun to watch. He's to me second only to uh, maybe third then to uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Lamar Jackson. So I'm gonna take the Texans over the Steelers. Uh, then we go Tennessee Titans over uh, at Minnesota Vikings. Uh, both of those teams are. It could be. It, that's a crapshoot. They're both. If they're on, they're on. If they're not, they're not. But I, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Vikings and that one over the Titans. Uh, Panthers, Chargers. The Panthers are really struggling. I'm gonna take the Chargers. The Chargers look really good against the 49ers. Uh, Jets, Colts. Colts all the way. The Jets are fucking garbage. <laughs> and the couple pieces that they had that were giving them hope. Uh, two of them are hurt, so it's not gonna be good. 
Cowboys Seahawks. This is another one that's super good. This is going to be a crazy game because both of these teams are playing really at the top top level. Okay. Um, but I've got to take Seattle. I've got to take Seattle over over Dallas. Uh, the Cardinals Lions. The Lions are at Arizona. Uh, there's going to be a lot of kicks in this game, and I think Arizona has the advantage there because they, they, that's their home field. I'm going to take Arizona over um, the Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay Bucks at the Broncos. Again, high altitude and stuff. Tom Brady's been in this league for too long to not be a fucking expert at every fucking stadium there is. Uh, I can't imagine Tom Brady will be going down. He looks... He looks good, man. He's the old bastard is still doing it. So I'm taking the Bucks over the Broncos. Packers Saints, another super exciting game. Oh my God, the whole this is crazy. The Packers over the Saints. The Saints were struggling last week, and uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he is on fire. I'm gonna take Packers over the Saints. I love both of those teams, so it makes me sad to have to pick one. But I'm going Packers over the Saints, and then we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. The two best quarterbacks in the league meeting each other. I bet you the defenses are going to be on fire this game. I don't predict, like, they're probably predicting 60-plus points in this game. I bet you they keep it down below 55. But uh, I have to take the Ravens. I don't think any defense have an answer, even though Patrick Mahomes will scramble. He scrambled 21 yards the other day, third and 20, and he went. He scrambled for 21 yards. He got the first down that led to the victory in the game. Wow. But... Uh, he doesn't do it like fucking Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is – there's no defense built to contain a quarterback like that. And until somebody really knocks him on his ass and hurts him, he's going to keep on fucking doing what he does. So I am taking the Ravens over the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, uh, and that is going to be the fucking game. It's Monday night. What a great Monday night football match. It's so great. I just called it a football match. What am I, my grandmother? <laughs> going down to the football match. <clears throat> it's a good matchup. It's a good. It's going to be a good game. And there we go. Those are the picks. All right, we've got see the picks. See how I do. See how Derek yeah, does. Yeah, I got to start uh, getting involved with Jimmy the Bag. You know Jimmy the Bag, Jimmy my the friend, bag, Jimmy yeah. the Bag. We got to maybe uh, compare get, picks yeah. every week and see how we do. Have a little friendly Yeah, we should get the bag podcast. on the podcast. Get them to do a little uh, podcast rivalry of picking. Yeah, we'll get you guys uh, both. Uh, I'll delegate so there's no fighting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, Sega versus the bag on the picks. Uh, Sega versus the bag. Yeah, Jimmy the bag. Like if you it. don't know, is very funny. Uh, no, no, I can't bleep that out. Oh, really? You can't say his he's name? Jimmy the bag. No, he's Jimmy the bag. He's the bag. That's who he is. He's Jimmy the bag. <laughs> is this? First name Jimmy, last name The Bag. Uh, very funny comedian, though, right? Can I say that? No. He, he's just a his sports, alter ego. His, his alter, alter ego, ego a sports was gambler. I'll cut quit, it out. Though. You won't he's need it. to know his name. That's all he is. That's all he is now is Jimmy The Bag. Oh, really? He, he hasn't done stand-up, I think, in like three years. Wow. No more, <laughs> yep. no more stand-up, just no The more. Bag. Just the bag. Fuck, he's doing good on the picks. I don't know if you're going to be able to get, catch up to him then. That's uh, You've been doing stand-up and picking. Until you're at just yeah. picking, buddy, you got to quit yeah. that stand-up and, and he, do it full-time. His pod, but his podcast, that's all it is, right. right? He does the whole podcast, and he'll give you spread. He'll even tell you which betting site to place the bet on because you'll get like 0.5 better odd or something. You know, like he'll say, oh, go to this place, and it's at minus 121, where everyone else is at minus 110. You know, like he'll give you some good... Uh, tips that way but if we, we should we should make it a little feature and see if we can 
picking with the bag and yeah. saying and see who uh, could be bad for him though if like that's his whole that's his whole life's work now if I pick better than him um <clears throat> that's the wow. chance he's gonna have to take put your put your money where your bag is fuck face <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool, man. Well, that was, uh, we've got the picks. Derek's uh, off. Where are you at uh, this week, man? This weekend. I'm, at, uh, I'm, I'm leaving today. I'm leaving in like a 40-minute to Edmonton. I'm at the comic strip at the West Edmonton Mall, Rick Bronson's comic strip. Okay. Thursday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. And uh, Jamie's birthday is on Sunday. I'm going to miss my daughter's 21st birthday, but I get home Monday, and we're going to do something nice and special with her on Tuesday. Is she going to have the rent money by then? <laughs> Don't even. That's what I'm giving her for her birthday. I'm giving her a pass on this month's rent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it uh well dude enjoy the road uh and you're back in Thanks, montreal man. when monday monday okay monday well, the 28th dude, yeah well, uh, and then there's that uh, laval Henri, october 2nd don't forget if october you're in the montreal 2nd, area in laval, laval, i'm gonna go open for Derek. Uh, it's probably gonna be the last show right. of the year because we're in a fucking second a fucking wave pussy. no because we're in a second <laughs> wave and we're gonna get shut down I was even thinking about uh, it today. Geez. I'm like, fuck, I hope it doesn't get canceled or or postponed yeah, or whatever they do. Hopefully everything goes through and then, yeah, do what you want after. Um, wear your mask, everybody. Wash your hands. Wear Be your safe. mask. Be wash nice your hands. Other. And uh, take kind. your bets wisely. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Be kind. See you, everybody.